here where this is kind of an episode um that we were meant to do while we were in pittsburgh yeah but sorry about that but we kind of knew it was gonna ha- i did happen. too <laughs> honestly because we never get out and we were with friends and we were having fun thoroughly enjoying ourselves we were we and found was, our very own steven we did um and he was bomb he was he, he hooked care of us all night he did and we met so many other people that listened to my favorite murder and they were cool and a girl bought me a shot yeah, and then that guy dumped his drink that I had bought you just right. like literally three seconds. And then before. he bought me another. I'm glad he did that. It was a good time. You're, I'm always worried whenever like you go out with people that you don't go out with all the time, and I'm kind of like, okay, is she gonna get too crazy? Am I gonna have to be yeah. mom? Yeah. And I didn't want to be that person, but I think we did really good. We, like, I think we were all kind of on the same level. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I was a little different because I just got to the point where I was like, yeah, I should probably go to sleep now, uh-huh. but I was hungry. So I was thankful. $50 pizza. $58 or something like that for two large pizzas and some cheesy bread. It happened. I think they raped us is I, what happened. Yeah, because I don't understand. They must have known through the, my voice on the phone that I was They're inebriated. Like, white girl wasted. We're going <laughs> to charge her triple for this pizza. But, yeah, but it was good. It was fun. It was definitely um, – so if you're just listening, we went to Pittsburgh on Friday to watch the live podcast show of My Favorite Murder. And Which is our fave. It's our fave. And I th- thoroughly thought they were annoyed with us for some reason. I don't know why. I just felt like they were... I think they were tired. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It was really, really back and forth, back and forth yeah. for their shows every night. It was interesting to see how they interacted with each other. And the place it was at was nuts. Dude, that place was beautiful. Why didn't we it talk was. about that? I don't know. Like, it literally reminded me of, like, Caesar's Palace or yes. something. Yes. Like, right? it was like... 1800s like I feel like they had balls there chandeliers everywhere yeah it was ginormous and there were eight million people there what was it called the Benedum Benedum Center yeah so if you're ever in Pittsburgh and you want to watch a show and it's at that theater go because it's beautiful yeah and then go to the bar Howl at the Moon we went there before and it was probably good that we like went to the show because we were on the steady incline (laughs) of of fading fast we went to that show and we didn't drink anything and then we went back to that bar and it was not so we danced the night away yeah until about 11.30, and then we were like, we better go. Yeah, and uh, how about I thought it was like 3, and the bar was going to be closing, and then we had walked all the way back, which was a shouldn't have been a long walk, no, but we took we our were doing splits. time. We were <laughs> dancing in the street. Speaking of, the very next day, I'm like, why does my kneecap hurt? <laughs> like, what is going on? So I was getting changed, and I noticed a big scab on my knee. Oh, God. And I was like, when did this happen? And then I was watching Snapchat or something, and, mm-hmm. you know, I just did a street, or... A street split? <laughs> yes, I did a street split. <laughs> and that scab was a casualty that I picked up from... It happens. I know I was so excited to crazy. sleep in, and I woke up, and I saw... I woke up at 6.50. Well, I woke up at, like, 8, and then I get my phone, I look over, and everyone's already awake and, like, on their phone, <laughs> so I was like, 
Okay. It would have been good to do an episode because we were like up for we were, a long time. We just hung chill. out. It was I a know. good time. But yeah, the My Favorite Murder Show was great. All the people we met were awesome. This guy had a seizure during the show and the Benetton Center didn't have any like medical staff. But it was so cool because there were doctors and nurses all in the crowd that like ran up to him and made sure he was okay. So we know they won't be posting our episode for that city because they just... And it was like, yeah, big, long intermission. But I just loved that our friend was like, go up there, you're a nurse. Right. Mm -hmm. She's a nurse too. I'm like, why are you telling me? You go. All people around us are like, go, go. We want to know what's happening. I was like, no, they got it. I hope they come back because I really want to go again. I know. Or like somewhere close. Even Cleveland would be cool. Cleveland would be fun. Yeah. We're in Ohio, but Pittsburgh... It only took us about an hour, a little over an, an hour, hour and to half, get there. I would say. Yeah. And we're about the same distance from Cleveland, so come back to those cities, please. Yeah. Please, please. So, and then yeah. yeah, and then I was so stupid, so that was Friday. And then Saturday I did nothing and then Sunday I decided to go out for St. Patty's Day, which was Yeah, you I a saw that horrible and I was like, idea. You're freaking nuts. It takes me I although I was not hungover from that drinking. Monday was not fun for me. Really? I, I don't know how many shots I did Sunday night. Well, it was me and my friend who just had a baby and has, hasn't has been out in a long time. We're like, let's go Wait, out. did you work? Monday, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. I, like, told the front desk, I was like, hey, just don't bother me. <laughs> I was like, don't bother me. I'll be back here. It was rough. It was fun. Oh. And we left by, like, 830, but then, like, I got in my bed and it was hitting me. Like, you got the spins. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. That's the worst. But I didn't puke. I probably should have threw up, but... Yeah, that's the unwritten rule. You Welcome have to, to the, puke. our show of us moms who go out once every couple months and yeah. get and we drink and howl at the moon. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. I'll never forget. It was it. a good time. So we have um, what's today? Thursday. So yeah, Thursday. in a couple of days we're gonna do um the episode with Tiff's aunt, mm-hmm. and uh, she's gonna do the tarot card reading. Yeah, and then um, she's also that type of person that's kind Full of, of stories. Yeah, everything happens to her. She um, is kind of in touch with the spiritual world. So I think that she's going to share one of her many stories with us after she reads our cards. So I'm excited. Is it going to be? Does she read like our future or like? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I love that. Shit. But she'll also touch sometimes. Depends on the cards that you get. Sometimes she'll touch, like, on stuff that's happened. Okay. And that's when you're like, oh, maybe. So it's like a mix of everything. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. And then. It's kind of nerve-wracking, though. Because I'm always afraid, like, are you going to pull up the one that says I'm dying soon? True. Or that someone, like, close to you is going to die. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find we'll out. We'll see you on Saturday. Yeah. And also send us some of your stories because we're going to, like, really, really pump out some episodes and we're maybe going to yeah. do another City Chiller episode really soon. Yes, so yes, 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 yes. send us all your stories. You heard ours. Maybe we'll tell a couple more of ours. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys get an idea of the stuff we want to hear from you. It could be any weird, interesting, weird tie you have to anything. We have a – we had gotten an email earlier in the week, and it's good. It is good. And our friends were supposed to tell their stories, but obviously it didn't turn out. But, like, they said their grandma was a serial killer. Yeah. We'll have to get them to come on and tell No, it. yeah, we're going to have to get them. But and them telling it together probably will be, oh, be hilarious. It would be funny. Because I was be funny. dying in the car when they were telling us. So, anyways. Yeah, and we have a Twitter now. 
Yeah, <laughs> so we got Twitter. We're slowly getting the social media things going, and we're going to be really annoying with it. And I've already, I'm like so happy because even on Instagram and on Twitter so far, as soon as I made it, I had so many other podcasts, like girl podcasts, yes. and like all these different ones are like liking all of our stuff and commenting mm-hmm. and just like they're being so nice. Yeah. So. I'm it's happy. like a supportive atmosphere, I feel it like. Is. So. It is. Even on Twitter, someone, these two podcasts were like, we need a paranormal podcast convention. And I was like, here for it. I'm here for it. And they're like, okay, they're, let's start planning it. And I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a planner. Yeah. We kind of have a lot going on, but we'll be there. Yeah. And guys, we talked about maybe doing um, like a giveaway soon. Yes. I think that'll be a good idea. We have somebody working on, um, some cool new logos that maybe we'll do like stickers and shirts and stuff like that, but we'll post more about it. Maybe if you guys like, please, this would help us out. If you would just like subscribe on iTunes or even on Podbean and rate us, leave us a review. One star reviewer. I see you. I see. You know, I don't even care about that because but we know you listen to us even if yeah. you don't like us. So enjoy my voice. Yeah. That's somebody that doesn't like us on a personal level. Right. And it's hard to tell who that There's is. There's a few. It's probably somebody that is our friend and they're just being a poser. That could, that could be too. They're could a poser. Be too. Don't hate us because you ain't. Send us your story. Just kidding. Don't send us your story. <laughs> if you want to be on the show so that you can give us at least two stars. Yeah. We're not below that. Like, yeah. we don't care. We probably don't even know that you don't like us and because we don't care. Any attention is attention. Also, I want to talk about this whole thing that has been, like, on my Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen the thing where, like, the guy drops off the dog and the pig? Yeah, that okay. happened locally to Yeah, like, so this us. guy pulls up to the I won't say that, sorry, the dog pound in our county. And he has like this little like makeshift mask on and he pulls this old golden retriever out of his trunk. old. He looks like he's at least 10. Or what did they say? I don't know. He's old. Yeah, he's Maybe it might be a girl. I don't know. And also a potbelly pig in a cage and ties the dog to a pool and leaves the dog and the pig there and drives away. Literally, and the dog was, like, pulling at the end of the I leash know, that he tied him on, still looking around, tail. wagging his tail, like, what, where in, are you in going, In the middle Dad? of the night. Middle of the night. And then people were saying, like, this guy ended up getting charged with two counts of animal cruelty, which I say, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people on Facebook are like, that's absolutely ridiculous. He did the right thing. He took them to the dog pound. What was he supposed to do? He could have done it during operating hours. The way I see it is that abandonment is abandonment no matter how you put it. You can say, well, he abandoned them in a nice way. Like, okay, I don't want my three-year-old anymore. I'm going to go time to a pool at the fire station and leave him with a bag of chips and a drink. And be like, well, I took him to a place where you say to take unwanted children. I did the right thing. I think it's so stupid. And I think he deserves... Has has it come out, like, anything? his side? No. And even, like... My husband was like, maybe those animals got dumped on him and he couldn't take care of it. And I'm like, then all he had to do was call me like, hey, these animals got dumped on me. I need I help. can't take care of them. Right. So, screw yeah, that guy. I don't know. That was sad. That was I super sad. I, there's, but I think they've been adopted or yeah, already. Yeah. So. In a farm, I think, together. Yeah. Oh, together. Yeah. Because I said they want to keep them together. Oh, That's God sweet. Damn. Fucking people. If you hurt animals, you... You know, and that's the thing about our county. I think that we have a lot of animal lovers, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's people like him who do that stupid shit, but... 
it seems like as a community, and you see it a lot on like Facebook, that people pull together mm-hmm. and adopt and foster and which yeah help out. I'm I'm all for getting help if you don't have it. Like when my dad died, his we couldn't take care of his dog, mm-hmm. so we called them and we're like. We can't take care of this dog. And they were like, yes, give us a day or two. We'll work something else. Like, they can't take them, like, right away, but they'll still work with you. Yeah. And they even, like, made a post. So, like, just saying with all the attention this is getting, we do what we can to help anybody. So, shout out to the Humane Society and Dog Pound in our county in Ohio because – And the people that step up and help out and take in these animals that people just dump. We're animal people, Okay. Yeah. There's a special place in hell for those people. I mean, I'll And they're in be... a room. This is their hell. Okay. They're in a room. All right. With dogs barking incessantly. Puppies. Puppies. Cats pissing on them. Uh-huh. And they can't get the amount of hair off of their clothes. Right. No matter how hard they brush. Yeah. And it's in their mouth. Yeah. And all the food they get, <laughs> there's dog hair they in it. They just keep choking up hairballs. They have hairballs forever. Yeah. I... You're going to be there if you ever yeah. dump your pig or your dog off the th- off the pound. That's what you get. We'll be in hell, too. We'll be there. We'll be in our own special place. Yeah, we'll be there, but we won't be in that room. We'll be in a different room for different things. Anyways, guys, again, this is um, – our podcast is true crime mixed with paranormal murder, mysteries, and comedy. But, again, disclaimer, our stories, we – aren't factual based so i just want to put that out there too because some people were like kind of confused they're like well, you did like a legit story then you did like a fake story i'm kind of confused what it's about and you guys are trying to be funny but we're that's just how we talk about things and that's how we deal with weird stuff is we just have to yeah. laugh about it and if you came here for facts you came here for the wrong thing i just want to throw that out there because we're not my, doing research we're not out no. there like tracking this person out and trying to find their side of the story we're no, we're, we're not there not, yet. Yeah. Yet. Like, my story has a lot of stuff in it, and I'm probably going to get stuff wrong. But what do you want me to do? Before we start our stories, though, because we've, okay. we've started this thing where we kind of are asking each other questions. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, would you rather kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Of, okay. All right. This isn't a would you rather. Okay. But it's interesting. <laughs> so forget anything yeah. I said. <laughs> but I want to know. What is the most annoying thing that somebody can do in your eyes? Like a pet, like the most pet peeve oh that you have. Let me pull up my list here. Um, that's hard to answer because anytime like I'm in a situation, something happens, I'm like, oh, this drives me nuts. Oh, I know because this is it. Number one. Okay. Um, okay. When it's this weirdest thing, like you would think like when you're driving like a two ton steel vehicle Uh that um there's these things that you don't it just would be really nice if there were these things that like let the other huge things around you know if you were (laughs) turning in a in a different direction like there's a car in front of me and you stop really fast and then you turn but I didn't know you were turning right because you didn't use your turn signal they have those now that yeah I think only the rich people no because I've noticed it's like the newer cars they don't make them anymore Oh, you think they're going out of style? Yeah. So, 
Um, use your damn churn signals. <laughs> and also this comes with the, my other one, which I was going to say. People that are oblivious to, like, everything Their around Their surroundings? Them, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Like, they are it. Like, it's your world. I'm just living in it. And I think I say it to myself 80 times a day. Driving on the highway and people are passing me. like, it's your world, buddy. I'm just here. <laughs> and they didn't use their turn signal. So. Well, that's like... I can agree with the being oblivious to your surroundings because I feel like I'm always, like, aware of people that are around me or if there's somebody that's trying to get around me. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Like, there have literally been people where I'm like, excuse me, like, I'm trying to squeeze by because you're standing in the middle of the grocery aisle. Right. Or they just plow through you and look at you like, what the fuck are you doing here? And you're like, oh. Sorry. Literally, that happened to me at the grocery store the other day. This woman came busting out of the end of an aisle. And, like, into one of the main aisles that mm-hmm. was going the opposite direction. And I had the girls with me. She was like, Jesus! And I was like, um, lady, I have the right of way here. How big was her ass? She could be like, your ass is bigger than mine, lady. <laughs> I'm just kidding. People with big asses Well, then cool. she just kept saying, like, stuff under her breath. And I was like, you know what? Because she's probably in such have a hurry. Have a great day. Right. It's your world, lady. But I have to say, and I'm sorry if this makes me terrible. Nope. My biggest pet peeve is he- heavy breathing. Is that me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said that and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, like, if I can hear you. Like mouth breathers? Yes. Oh, no. No, don't that, do it around bad. me. That's bad, yeah. Breathe through your nose. Chew with your mouth closed. Yeah. Do all that stuff. I don't want to hear. <sighs> that's me in the gym sometimes, though. Well, okay, that's acceptable. But if okay. I'm sitting beside you and we're just watching TV and I can – Hear your breathing over the television, I'm gonna have to walk away. Well, I'm probably like probably gonna have to give you a cough drop so you can breathe through your nose. If that's a problem, maybe you should go get your like what your tonsils out. Does that have to do with your nose? I think it I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it can do with like snoring and stuff. But so anyway. What the worst person is a mouth breather who doesn't use their turn signals. So if you're that person, <laughs> get the bug out. Yeah. We yeah. don't want you. Okay. Who we don't want you on the podcast. No, we don't want you. We hear you mouth breathing and not using your turn signal right now. Like, if we start recording with you and we can hear your breathing, I'm just going to have to cut it off and just be like, yeah, no, this isn't working out. Oh, yep. So, technical you know difficulties. Yeah, sorry. Come back another day or no. Come back we don't know. Okay, who wants to go first? Oh, I don't care. What time? You go. Okay. I went first last time, I think. Okay, here I go. Oh, are we doing Pittsburgh-related stories okay, yeah. since we were so in we're Pittsburgh? Tr- yeah, we're doing our stories that we were should have done last Friday, but life is a thing, guys, and sometimes it's a real thing. you got to just go with the flow. Okay, so my Pittsburgh story, I almost said murder, but it is up in the air if it is a murder. Oh. So, okay, on the night of January 25th, 2017 – Recent. Oh. I'm going to try and remember the date. 2017. Don't not go back date. to 2007. Nope. Not doing it. 2007 was a solid year, though. Solid year. Good it, times. It was. That was. That was. Yeah. Okay. I met my husband. Actually, my husband and I got together in 2007. No, we didn't. <laughs> I totally lied about that. <laughs> we got together in 2006. <laughs> I. Well, that was I'm sorry. We're old is what we're trying to say. So, okay. Dakota James is a 23-year-old attending Duquesne University as a grad student. He's going to gra- he's uh, going to grad school to be a lawyer, I think. Don't quote me on that. Again, I, I watched a documentary, and I watched it like twice. And I was in a hurry because it was literally Friday morning before we were getting ready to leave. And I hurry up, and I was like, I got to yeah, get this done. I got to yeah, get yeah. this done. Okay. He's smart. That's all that matters, yeah. right? He's, he's a smart, smart. He's a smart guy. 
He was out drinking with his friends in downtown Pittsburgh, and at 11.49 p.m., surveillance cameras capture his last known location. His body was then found 40 days later. Remember this, 40 days later in the Ohio River. Oh. And this was about 10 miles down the river, and it was through a dam that was made out of steel. Okay. Okay. And his autopsy report says there's no evidence of recent physical trauma. So no evidence that he was hit over the head or shot, anything like that. So it's ruled an accident by authorities, but the family reached out to, like, a private investigator and to this group of retired NYPD detectives who believe Pittsburgh is the newest cell of activity in this serial killer, they think, called the Smiley Face Killer. And it's this one detective who thinks that there is a serial killer going to all going to different cities in the United States and making this seem like um, accidental deaths, pretty much. Okay, so I'll get more into that later. We'll talk more about Dakota now. So okay. after visiting bars on Liberty Avenue in Pittsburgh, Dakota's last known location was an alleyway outside of Katz Plaza. Presumably, he was heading home to the other side of the Allegheny River. The prevailing theory is that they think before he crossed the bridge to get home, he had stopped to pee or something, Mm -hmm. and he, like, walked down by the river before the bridge, and they say he, like, fell in and drowned. And then, again, the autopsy is saying that Dakota sustained no external injuries, even post-mortem. So even after he had died in the river, he had no injuries to his body whatsoever. And the detectives are saying if the body is in a river traveling for 10 miles over 40 days and then passing through a dam made out of steel, shouldn't he have some sort of injuries? Bruises at least, right? right? Anything like that. But again, the autopsy is saying that there is nothing. And the autopsy is also saying there are little to no signs of decomposition. 40 days 40 later. days in the water. Okay. What? Yes, this is, like, it's so suspicious. And, again, like, the Pittsburgh, they closed this case, said it was accidental drowning, and these retired NYPD detectives are like, nope, this is not it. So they say that he was a little green, which the detectives say that means that he had been in the water a little over 24 hours. So that obviously doesn't fit. No. And uh, the autopsy photos or the police reports were never released. Like they wouldn't release them, but it's like shady. yeah. So if it's if it's a closed case and it's accidental, then everything should have been released to the yeah. public, and that's why the family kind of reached out because they were like, oh, "We don't like this is not sitting right with us." So, um, the detectives sit down with Dakota's mom and dad, and they say that he was like a great outgoing guy with a great group of friends. Also, say that he was ready for this mm-hmm. captain of his swim team. What? Yes. So there's no way right. that it was a drowning. Mm-hmm. And the parents indicate that Dakota was out with friends at these two specific bars, which were gay bars. And they said they were well aware of his sexuality. So Dakota... Okay. okay I'm not going to say he was he was gay, but I, I assume he was gay. Right. Or it doesn't even matter. So his parents were well aware of his sexuality. His friends were too. 
And they said they just were worried that he was going to become a target of something like that. As that was their like only, a hate crime. Yeah, that was their only worry, which likely so. So, um, whenever they call his parents to tell them that they found his body and need him to come, them to come down to see if it's really him, uh-huh. his mom says that they were only shown his foot because he has had a, a tattoo on his ankle and his mom it was like so torn up because she's like I was so numb that they were like showed me his foot and I saw a tattoo and I was like it's him so she never saw his face they no, never saw oh gosh, no. never saw anything and she's just like that's my biggest regret that she wants to be able to see him and then the detectives are like okay if you saw his foot what what did it look like what like what was the color of his yeah. foot and she was said like, it was white white and they the detectives are like there's no way if he's deceased in the water for 40 days he should have been black they said totally black so um the police were also just kind of like hey get over it like your kid was super drunk he fell in the river and drowned and like they just kept like prying at the police and they were like he drowned get over it like they weren't like accommodating to anything they just like closed it pretty quickly so the detectives go see a forensic pathologist to see if he could read over the autopsy report. Autopsy. Jesus. Autopsy. autopsy report. And then they want to get him to, like, corroborate their story, saying that, like, there's no way he could have just died, whatever. We yeah. need to see more stuff. So the pathologist says that the cold water and the cold temperature outside could have preserved the body. He says, okay, like, it was it was January in Pittsburgh. It was it's cold. cold. The water could have preserved the body. Yes, okay. But he says Dakota should have had injuries from floating in this yeah. river. Who like there's there shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a Pittsburgh river. It's not like a dredged, well taken care of river. And then um, another thing is like a computer forensic tech said that he looked through Dakota's laptop and they found like a weird PayPal transaction on his account from January 27th, which was 48 hours after he went missing. But then I, they didn't talk too much more about it. Like, I don't know if it was, like, an automated, like, payment yeah. coming out or something like that. So I, that's, like, up in the air. It's still kind of weird that it would come out two days later. So uh, the detectives are saying that Dakota's case fits the smiley face killer theory because he is, like, the third guy to die kind of this way in Pittsburgh. There's two similar cases, the Paul Kochu case in 2015 and Jimmy Slack in 2011. So the detectives are saying this matches with the others where they're missing for a bunch of days, but when the bodies are found, they're not decomposed enough. Like the one guy was missing for 77 days, and he was only three days of decomposition. And then the other guy was missing 14 days, and he had less than 24 hours of decomp and was still in full rigor mortis when they found him. So what the hell is this person doing? Like, keeping these guys right. and as, all like, these... sex slaves or something yeah. and then killing they, them and yeah, dumping them? they don't know. And they think that, like, it's in, like, clusters. So they'll, he'll go to, like, a city, and it'll be a cluster of, like, well-educated, sometimes gay men oh, that they're, okay. like, kind of targeting. Um so they think the victims, once they get separated from their friends, are being abducted and held for a period of time. Then they're murdered and um, disposed of in a body of water. That's another thing. All the guys are found in bodies of water. So it looks like they've drowned. Yeah. So they're saying Dakota fits this pattern. And, like, the cops are saying, like, he got drunk, fell in the water, whatever. And these detectives are like, 
if drunk people just like fall into the river in Pittsburgh, then they like it would be happening all the time because the Pittsburgh Steelers Stadium is <laughs> right. right on the right. river. Yeah, but, like the and, would, uh, there's not a lot of sober people at football games. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, even we were out, and, like, there was a lot of people out yeah, and about. Were. It so was busy. They're saying, like, there should be a lot more drunk people just falling in the river. So the cops also had said and like, that they had taken cadaver dogs to, like, the steps where I think he fell in, and the cadaver dogs hit um, on this one spot. But I feel like that doesn't make sense because cadaver dogs are hitting on dead, like, T- like you know what I mean like the dead tissue so if he was already dead when he fell in the water that doesn't make any sense just it's just a theory from police saying like okay the cadaver dogs hit right here by the steps this is where he must have fell in case closed that's what it is yeah so they go and even talk to the volunteer water rescue group where they were the ones that pulled Dakota out of the water and he was two miles beyond the dam and they said to travel two miles would only take him 30 minutes. Okay. And he traveled a total of 10 over 40 days. So, like, they're like, no, that doesn't make sense either. And they're saying that they pulled out 12 bodies in 2017 from that river. And they said that Dakota's body was the best looking Kept. one. And they said that, like, whenever they saw him, he was face up. And they said that his face looked exactly like the missing person picture floating around. Like, they're like... Oh, he looked gosh. exactly, like, perfectly fine. That's sad. Right. I just, like, it just doesn't make any sense. I just feel like no matter what, if you're dead for 40 days in the water, if you're in the water, shouldn't you, like, what's the word? Bloat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Even if it's cold, I think. I mean. Especially after 40 days. Like, yes. So. Your body, your skin naturally takes. Yeah. I. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So they and yeah, just not none of it makes sense, and it's like super super sad. But so they finally, after like fighting with the police, the mom gets the police reports and the autopsy photos. Oh, finally they get them, and they go back to the forensic pathologist because they see weird things in the autopsy photos. Like okay, it's weird. They are like there are some things in here that aren't making sense. So they go to the forensic pathologist, and they don't say anything to him. They just give him the, the pictures. They're like, look at these. Tell us what you think. And they show you on the documentary, he has lig- ligature marks around his neck. Around his neck. It's red. And the, uh, the forensic pathologist is like, these are absolutely ligature marks on his neck. There's no, like, How and there's no, overlooked? yeah, and there's no, any of it in the autopsy report. And they also say, like, his fingertips, his middle fingers and another finger were, like, blood blistered, bloodshot, and they said that's, like, consistent with somebody trying to pull something. They said it could be him trying to pull it off of his neck. Oh, my gosh. So his fingers are all bloodshot, all this stuff. So de- the detectives and Dakota's mom get a meeting with the district attorney and try and get them to change Dakota's manner of death and reopen his case. So whenever they go to meet with the district attorney, the, his mom says that she goes in and it's just her that gets to meet with him. Like the old detectives can't come. Mm-hmm. She says there's an FBI agent and a secret service agent there. And the DA, they show him all this stuff. The DA says right away that, um, yeah, this isn't right. I'm going to use my own personal homicide team to look, oh, to look at this case. So then they go to the medical examiner, and they're like, okay, yeah, we're, the DA's reopening this. We need you to change his manner of death, like get him a new death certificate. And the DA yeah. is like, no. They're like, 
They're like, no. Who are they trying to protect here? Right. That's what it feels like to me. So like they're trying to hush hush. They the said the medical examiner was like an old, an older medical examiner. So maybe he's just like really righteous with his "I'm not wrong" kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, that could be. So they say no, they're not doing it. So then, like Dakota's parents and they like reach out to the public and they're like kind of like slamming, slamming like Pittsburgh police and like slamming the yeah. coroner's office, all this stuff. So now it's like a back and forth thing. Like the DA's like, "We'll help," and then the coroner's like okay, yeah, the, we'll change it. And then, like, they go back and forth, and they just, like, won't do it. So I think they just, like, Aww. don't want, like, freak Pittsburgh out and be like, you guys have an active serial killer in your city. So, um, yeah, they're still, like, battling it today. But I have one other weird detail that brings okay. us back to the smiley face thing. So, um, which is why they call it the smiley face killer. So they go, they're trying to figure out, like, where maybe – Dakota's body could have been put in the river. Mm-hmm. So they go like halfway between where they think he went in and where his body was found. And like right halfway is this bri- like this highway bridge. And underneath of it is like you can tell people there's like beer cans and stuff everywhere. It's like where people can go. It's easy, accessible yeah. with your car and everything else where you can dump a body. And they find an upside down blue smiley face which is consistent with all, All the, other. the other cases, they always oh, find a smiley face in the dirt, spray-painted somewhere, written in Weird. pen. So, it's still an ongoing thing. I, I think just, they never caught the no. supposed smiley oh, no. face killer. It's like all – I didn't look too much into it. I wish I would have, but I just was sticking with Pittsburgh. But they're like – there's so many cities all over the place. I think they said there was like 20 people, 20 guys, 20 cases that are like linked in it Ugh. so far. Creepy. So. Hey, we're out of that category, though. What? We're not men, so we're safe from the smiley face killer. True. Unless they want to throw everyone off their trail. Well, if that's the case, I hope they choose somebody else. They had their perfect opportunity when we were in Pittsburgh. Although we didn't get separated, but... Yeah, we made for sure we weren't getting separated. Okay, you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. So mine is very well known in Pittsburgh. Um, I got my information from onlyinyourstate.com. And it is the case of Anthony Michalowski. Not to be confused with Mike Wazowski. Right. He has two eyes, not one. Yes. Okay. Yes, this is a human. Okay. Not a monster. (laughs) Okay. So two days after Christmas in 1988. Okay. There was a severed head found in a plastic bag oh boy. in a dumpster. Okay? Can you imagine being the one to find that? Hell no. I mean, this is a prop. Right. No, I'd probably never be the same. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, 22-year-old Anthony was described as a drifter. So the typical, he comes, he sees you, and then if you don't see him for three weeks, it's mm-hmm. not out of the ordinary because okay. that's just who he is. He um, was from the north side of Pittsburgh. Um, he was last seen by his family on Christmas Eve. His head was found. Oh shit! On the twenty seventh. Oh. So Christmas Eve is what the twenty fourth. Yeah. So there's a three day window there. Right. Something happened. Um, like I said, they weren't super suspicious. It had only been three days, and they were used to him just coming and going at, at will. He was unemployed. He spent a lot of time. Um, 
on Liberty Avenue, which was no, which was really known at that time for prostitution. So I guess there was some talk that maybe he was an actual prostitute himself. Sex worker. Sex worker. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Sex worker. I, I don't know what the proper term is for anything. I don't know. He sold himself. Okay. I'll say that. Okay. Whatever. Do you got to do. His family were like, they denied that for a long time. This head was found December 27th. But then several more body parts, including lungs and teeth, were found scattered amongst other dumpsters. Not the same dumpster where the head was found. Like there was a set of lungs here and there was an arm there. They were all of him, 22-year-old Anthony. They fast forward. Okay. Okay. So they're looking into Anthony's stuff and what they can pull together to piece what happened to him. So although they found pieces and parts of his body, technically it was only like 15% of his body was found. So it was like snippets of his body, um, which is super creepy. They couldn't actually pinpoint the exact death of his... Like how he died? Yeah, exactly how he died. Okay. Um, But they do think that he was dismembered after. Well, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. But And he was raped after. He was killed. Um, So they actually, there was a slew of calls into the Pittsburgh Police Department saying that they, there was this body was found and this pot, like body part and blah, 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 blah. A lot of them were animals, but there were some that were body parts and they did not belong to Anthony. Mm. So then it sent media into a tizzy about, oh gosh, like, what the hell is going on around here? Fast forward four years after Anthony's severed head was found, two days after Christmas, some sanitation workers found a thigh in a dumpster um, in Shadyside, which is like a suburb of Pittsburgh. Eventually, all the other remains of that body, that whoever belonged to the thigh, mm-hmm. um, which was Michael Hickmont. He was 30 years old. Um, they actually were able to recover all of his body parts, but they were dispersed in different dumpsters in plastic bags. So just like Anthony, he was disemboweled and dismembered just like Anthony. He was, he had been unemployed and he was a prostitute as well. Oh gosh. So they actually found Hickmont's, so the 30 year old's death, they were able to find like a suspect. His name was Robert Wayne Marshall. Okay, he's 38 years old. He labeled himself as a neo-Nazi vampire. Great. All the best That's things. a picture of him. Oh, okay. He looks like a winner, right? Yeah. Also, Robert Wayne Marshall. Like, I don't think it's ever good when you go by all three names. Like, Right. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. And I it's heard that, creepy. like, why they do that, like, John Wayne Gacy, blah, blah, blah. They do that so, like, they don't get them mixed up with somebody else. Like, because there are, like, yeah. multiple names out there. Don't go the by your full name guys no no no, don't okay so he often um wore like cutoffs and tons of camouflage he was an alcoholic he was kind of labeled as a drifter as well although he was often seen around the area he was always disheveled unkept um weird and um oftentimes just talk found talking to himself and and things like that um so they actually found the shoulder of Hickmont and Anthony mm-hmm. 
in a dumpster near his apartment. Okay, so mm. that's um, that was kind of a reason why they started thinking about him. But people saw him and Hickmont together on oh. several occasions. No. So then, of course, it really piqued the police's interest. So they um, set out an arrest warrant, and this was in um, 1992. Okay, so this was several several years later, okay. which kind of started a manhunt, and they're just, like, looking around for him because the, the deaths were so similar and with the dismemberment and right. disembowelment that um, they figured if he was the one that did the first, he was the one that did all of them. Right. Sorry, I'm going through all my papers here. They're out of order. So, unfortunately, Marshall was never questioned on either Hickmont or Michael Wazowski's death. Death. I said Michael Wazowski. Michael Owski. Death. (laughs) He committed suicide only two days after he was charged with the murder. Wow. They just charged him. How about that? They didn't. They had to have something on him then, you would think. You would think. I mean, I I, I guess I understand that if they have all these accounts of them being together and there was bodies found in... His apartment dumpster. Yeah. I don't know. We were seen with that person. So they charged him. He committed suicide. He left a note. But he's a vampire, so doesn't he? Yeah, neo-Nazi vampire. Okay, sorry. He left a note proclaiming his unhappiness and confusion, confessing that he would no longer be in this world by the time his friend received his letter. Um, they considered him a potential serial killer um, and that he potentially has other victims out there. Especially mm-hmm. since there were spottings and findings of other body parts mm-hmm. that they weren't able to identify and that didn't match Hickmont or um, Anthony's right. bodies. So and um, animal ones too. So maybe like he was like maybe he was just killing like yeah. killing. He was just like just on a killing spree. trying it out, experimenting. Anthony murder technically remains unresolved. Mm-hmm. Um, although it it sounds like that's who did it. Marshall was like the strongest lead or whatever, but I feel like they ki- they kill themselves or something like that happens, and it just although it, there's a strong tie that yeah they probably did it. It leaves so much undetermined right. and unresolved that it's just if you, crazy to me. I feel like it should be a thing. There should be like some like a they need to make like a truth serum to give people right before they die, so they spill all their secrets. Yeah, like at least do that. Like give some closure. Yeah, I feel like you just tell just tell everyone your secrets, no matter what it like is. Like if you're gonna off yourself because you know that you can't handle the punishment that you're about to receive, at least just lay it all out there and give everybody what they need to yeah. know. So what I thought was, and I want to look into this further, but on this website onlyinyourstate.com, there it's like a almost like a blog kind of thing. People can leave comments and responses mm-hmm. and stuff. So there was this woman named Judith that commented on the story and she writes crazy. I remember Kathy Dolman cutting off her husband's head in Pittsburgh and the family dog dug it up in the basement. That's how she got busted. She oh. went to prison for decades and now she's dead. Like she died. But what? what? I was like, wait a minute. Maybe I should look that one up. Right. So I think I'm going to, um, and just see what that's about because that's interesting as yeah, hell. Yeah, it is. What a good, like the dog is what like a good boy. No, fuck you, lady. You killed this. You killed my dad. Yeah, 
or he was just like, I saw her down here one time burying something. <laughs> smells really yes. good. Oh, I'm going to get it. Or what if he like literally dug it up, grabbed it by the hair, and was like, waltzed hey. down to the police department. Like, I got this head, and I'll Come show you where it came yeah. in. Yeah, I got it from. Come get this. So, oh. yeah. Now there's, some, bo- there's some creepy shit in Pittsburgh. There is. And we both did kind of serial killers. Yeah. Like, it's up in the air. It is. We're on the same level. We are. We do freaky stuff. We do crime stuff. Disappearing. Because we don't talk to each other about what stories we're doing before no. we do this. We tell, e- tell each other. So, yeah. That's our stories this week. So, please... Look out for um, the upcoming episode that's going to happen this weekend um, with the tarot cards. It'll be something different that obviously we haven't done. This yeah. is, what, our fourth episode? Yes. But yeah. – so, yeah, we are going to probably just have, do different yeah. things here and there anyways. We have lots of stuff coming yeah. coming out. And please subscribe and, like, rate and review us. Find us on all social media stuff. Write to us. Let us know something that you would want to um, be in a giveaway for. So – if you want um, something like merchandise, mm-hmm. if you want to come on the show, stickers or like car decals or a t-shirt, stuff like that, and then we can get that ball rolling for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think that's it for this Thursday. I got errands to run because mom life. Yeah. Wife life. Life life. Busy life. That's us, you know. All so. right. That's us. We're peacing out. All right. Bye, Bye. guys.